everyone, it's the Box Office Bomb Squad. This is where we break down some of the biggest bombs ever at theaters, and today's bomb is Lightyear. Uh, 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 are we going to space? No, I'm going to drop you somewhere. There was a big swirly do. Oh, I think I need a bag. No, no, do not vomit inside the vehicle. I can see stars. That is space. What is happening right now? She's afraid of space. What? She should be. It's horrible. Izzy, remember your exercises. Uh, it's coming. No, 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 no. Engage your helmet. That'll catch. What? Izzy, oh. I'm trying. Get a ship! Oh. Uh, what a motley crew. <laughs> you should be. It's so. horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're definitely going to get into it, but uh, just to start out, so everyone knows, Socks. By far the best character in the movie. <laughs> like, there's not even competition. Like, in the, a very far second place, you might throw in Taika Waititi's Mo, mm-hmm. but man, socks is great. Uh, so this movie uh, had a budget of two hundred million dollars, which is pretty expensive for an animated film. And granted, it looks really nice, but that's a lot of money for an animated film. But you got Chris Evans, uh, you know, he's hot off Avengers. You got Takeaway TD, who's doing a bunch of Avengers and uh, Avengers-like stuff with the Thor films. Cheeky Palmer, she's, you know, from Nope, and she's just, uh, she's burning it up like crazy. Uh, some of the other people in the movie, like James Rowan, Peter Son, Dale Souls, Bill Hader, Isaiah Whitlock, they're all known, like you know those people, uh, but they're not like those big three that are them. Uh, but yeah, at two hundred million dollars, this movie made two hundred and twenty-six million. But and because this is a a new year, I'll explain it again. If you want to figure out how much a movie costs to get uh, put out, you take the budget that they announce, and then you roughly double it, and that's going to be <laughs> including the uh, marketing and everything like that. So this movie would have had to have made around four hundred million to make a, uh, an actual big profit, you know, but instead it only made 226 million. So it was quite a failure, especially considering it was related to toy story. And those films have made a ton of money every, every single time. Uh, but I guess we can go into it a little more. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. Well, Jesse, I know that you have, and and for listeners out there, they'll kind of pick up on it. Uh, Jesse had a visit from the uh, flu that passed (laughs) around his household from child to child to parent to parent. And uh, so I don't know if you had the time to watch this with the family, but did you watch this with the family or did you watch it by yourself? I watched it like a man by myself curled up in a blanket with a hot beverage beside me <laughs> with a romance novel half read and the candles lit you betcha <laughs> oh man so <laughs> i noticed something in this movie right off the bat when we meet uh feather feathering hamston or however you say that name feathering hammersham uh, yeah he is <laughs> The rookies wear red, which I find kind of funny, like red <laughs> yeah. shirts from Star Trek. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty funny. Uh, I have something I want to announce about this film that bothers me. It's not that it's a bad film. I, I actually don't think it's all that bad, but it is sort of a downer, and there's a lot of like existential crisis happening in this film. Uh-huh. It's pretty dark. It is a little. <clears throat> what the fuck is wrong with Andy? Right, because this is the movie that Andy watched. Not only that, but, you know, and I think, honestly, that contributes to part of its problem. People didn't know that going in. They thought this movie was like a story, a spinoff story continuation of Buzz Lightyear, the character, whereas this is not. This is the 1990 whatever it was in Toy Story movie that Andy watches that he bought the Buzz or got the Buzz Lightyear toy from. Which makes no fucking sense for multiple reasons, by the way. First off, the Buzz Lightyear that we see in the toy, in the Toy Story films, doesn't have a laser sword. Why the fuck wouldn't you give him a laser sword? 
That seems like the coolest weapon of the whole game. Yeah, and he and, barely even uses the wrist blaster that he does have in the toy form. Yeah. I mean, uh, he has, I don't even know if that's, if I, I wouldn't even call that like a laser sword. That is a laser cleaver. And it's so much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just, it's so weird to me because like, first off, Andy's got to have a problem if he's like this really sad character is his favorite and he didn't want a socks toy. Why would he not want a socks toy? Yeah, I would want, I'd want a socks toy. <laughs> yeah, I want a socks toy as an I, adult man. I want I want a socks like a socks Funko Pop that every time I tap its head it just does people 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 <laughs> just for how the that. hell of it. That'd be fantastic. And like yeah. Woody gets like a whole crew, you know, but the most buzz gets is like those stupid little aliens. And I guess those are actually related to pizza planet. They just happen to be outer space themed. So yeah. they're not supposed to be in here. But like if buzz had a pet cat in the movie, why, why didn't buzz ever get a pet cat toy in the toy story universe? It, the movie itself isn't a problem until you try to actually add the fact that it's supposed to be the film that buzz Lightyear's is based on. Cause Tim Allen's Buzz Lightyear is this like over the top, elaborate, like cheesy action sci fi character where, you know, he's this is Buzz Lightyear of Star Command and he's, he's yelling things out and he's really over the top. This Buzz is not that. And I get that the toy might have a different personality because obviously Woody didn't have the same personality as what we saw. Sure. And Prospector Pete was a good guy, so he didn't have the same personality. So their personalities do change from what their on-screen persona is to the toy, but they maintain some of it. And this Buzz has nothing to do with the other one. He doesn't even get his like traditional costume until like the half end of the film. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people I were hearing were talking about the, the change in voices. Um, I think Chris Evans does an okay younger Tim Allen voice, though. Not only right? that, I, I think, I mean, I like it just in general. I like it. I think it fits the character. It's a good, it's a good voice. Okay. Um, my explanation of it is, however, that <laughs> think of it in this term. If you hear Woody in the Toy Story movies, that is Tom Hanks. Yes. If you hear Woody in a video game or on a toy, that is usually Jim Hanks, Tom yeah, Hanks' Tom brother. Hanks because Tom Hanks doesn't want to do the voiceovers, and Jim Hanks can do an impersonation of his brother. But I will say this. When we watch some of Woody's Roundup in Toy Story 2, yeah. Tom Hanks is doing the voice for Woody on there. He is the, nice. he is the But he's also doing the voice for Prospector Pete, yeah, and it's done like a puppet show where one guy mm -hmm. is doing the voices and one woman is doing all the female voices. Mm -hmm. So obviously, there's not a lot of like correlation there. They kind of play fast and loose with that. And I mean, come on, we're talking about a fucking universe where toys come to life. Yeah, we can't really put too much into it. But when you do try to add shit into it, it just starts falling apart. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, like it could be two different people and be the same character. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone is mad at Jim Hanks for playing his brother's character. Hell and not. Tim Allen didn't do the character for the animated series or like any of the video games, really. Or yeah. I don't think he did them for the uh, like Kingdom Hearts or anything. Yeah. And for this version of Buzz, I think uh, I think Evans did a fantastic job. No, yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I don't I agree think 100%. I don't think Tim Allen could have done a straight enough Buzz Lightyear with the original Buzz Lightyear in his head the way it is. You know, I, I mean, mean we watch Zoom. That's what character. happens when he tries to play a straight uh, <laughs> like hero character. He makes weird, really straight gay jokes and weird, <laughs> painful white kid jokes. <laughs> his vibrating finger. His yeah, green, <laughs> his green dress obsession. <laughs> but then again. Galaxy Quest is one of the best films I've ever seen, so I don't know. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, we talked about Chris Evans' buzz. What did you think about Mo, the kind of scaredy cat, uh, obsessive-compulsive Taika Waititi character? <laughs> I, I really, anytime I hear Taika Waititi's voice, I, I smile. Um, his character wore on me really quickly. Because it was the yeah. same joke over and over again, just different times. Yeah, and he um, never seemed to quite overcome that fear bit. Yeah, but 
I did enjoy the the pin thing, yeah, um, and the fact that it all paid off in the end. Uh, yeah. But how that, many that times do you have to like do something that someone's telling you without listening to the hey but at the end of their sentence before you realize you know what maybe you need to slow the fuck down and just listen for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's, he's a little grating for sure. Uh, you're not wrong. Uh, on the other end of that is Dale souls. Uh, she's done a lot of stuff. She plays, uh, Darby, the older lady yeah. in here. <laughs> she, was awesome. she doesn't have a lot of lines, <laughs> but she's almost golden a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's just like, I can build a bomb. I know how to blow stuff up. What are you in for stealing a ship? She's all, she's very matter of fact. She's right to the point which makes her an interesting partner with Mo because he never gets to the point and he kind of stammers through things. Yeah. It's almost like she's looking out for him. Oh yeah. She's definitely like the, she's the bravest of the group for sure. <laughs> she doesn't seem to have any fear. No. Uh, and then speaking of fear, we'll talk about Kiki Palmer's character. First off, love Kiki Palmer. Nope was fantastic. Uh, Izzy in this is the daughter of Alicia um, who was played by, uh, I believe it was Uzo Aduba. Yeah. Yes. Uzo Aduba. Yes. She, I, I liked Izzy a lot. I enjoy that they gave her a very interesting character, which was, I want to be brave. I want to be a hero, but yeah, I do happen to be afraid of space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was, was like, fun. that's pretty funny considering what you want to do. That's yeah. like, I want to be a cop, but you know what? Guns scare me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I did like the fact that we come into uh, her character and she's trying really hard, but she's just not good at what she's doing. And, yeah, and I she think just, that's and she very slowly gets better. It's not like yeah. a huge progression. It's not like you're unlocking some genetic vault of amazingness inside yourself with some oh, yeah. training montage, which is so funny because that's what Buzz expects of her. Yeah. Because, okay, to be frank, Buzz Lightyear's a fucking prick in this. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Mean. I mean, part of me understands because I, in my everyday nine to five jog, I am uh, an IT guy. Uh, you know, so I, I understand the, the pain of dealing with end users sometimes. And I feel the same, the same pain for Buzz. Um, but yeah, he could handle it way better. Oh yeah. I mean, he just he's kind of rude to everybody. He he doesn't believe anyone can do anything better than him. He really does treat his good friend Alicia like shit. And it shows because there's something I noticed that I thought pretty funny. She never invited him to any of the events. Like we keep seeing, you know, when he, she meets her girlfriend and she has that date, yeah. we see uh, oh, I've been together, I've been with her for a year or so, and we see them together. She doesn't go, hey, Buzz, come meet my girlfriend. And then when we see her have a, a kid, she's like, hey, Buzz, come meet my kid. Hey, Buzz, my kid's graduating. Come meet him. We don't see any of that. Uh, yeah. Or meet her, obviously. Uh, no, him. Yeah, because Izzy is the daughter. Eighty Or the granddaughter. 88 years pass in this film from beginning to end, just so you know. 88 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, so he, every single trip is like four years. And then that last trip was like uh, 40 years or something like that. Mm, dang. Because uh, the commander that's played by Isaiah Whitlock, that's the guy from like a million shows where he goes, shit, that guy. <laughs> he He's the commander in this. He ages considerably. He's in like his 60s by the time we see him again. He was yeah. pretty young to start with. Laser shield. Uh, <laughs> laser shield guy, yeah. <laughs> laser shield. Laser shield. Laser shield. By the way, that guy was right. You know, like they have to, at this point, you guys have already, you've established uh, a, a real colony here. And you can slowly grow. And he was right. He's like, yeah, the laser shield, then we can grow it out. And we grow it out until we can actually kind of, you know, use this planet. I felt like Buzz was the weird one for trying to get out of there because weren't they looking for habitable planets? Yes, they were. Okay. Um, eh, I believe that was the general like way that and, it was working. It, um, and they're like, the bugs and the vines make it uninhabitable because they handled them pretty quickly. Within four years, they had them handled. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, I I understand. Um, it wasn't it wasn't so much that Buzz didn't think they had completed their mission. I guess as much as uh, he was just trying to f- he was locked in to fixing a mistake. Yeah, that it, he it had created. It didn't matter if it was the right thing to do or not. He had to fix the mistake, and that shows when we see him confront confronted by his older self later in the movie. Which I got a lot to say about that. We'll hold on to that for a minute. But uh, by the way, at the beginning of the film, why would you take every single person on the ship on a scout mission? They're all in cryo sleep. But why would you take every person? Because um, if that planet is incredibly dangerous, you you've yeah. risked everyone's lives. Maybe you just don't want to have to look out for as many people later. <laughs> You know what? We got let, too, too many. Die. Yeah, we got too many. Uh, too many people. Why don't you guys go get a breath of fresh air and let's see who walks back in? Yeah. Was there anyone left on the ship that was outside of that planet? By the way, because that's another part that bothers me. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna send a scout mission down, check out this planet." But then they, the other ship that he came from, because they flew the the turnip down, they never ever are like. Hey, they haven't come back yet. Should we check on them or anything? They just are like, okay, that's it. I guess they're dead. We just lost all those scientists and stuff. Yeah. Oop. Doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense whatsoever. Confuses me so much. <laughs> yeah, I get Ugh. that. I do really like the uh, the time dilation angle that they play, though. That it that oh, is yeah. a fantastic leaving you know buzz is leaving an an entire life behind all you know with loneliness and i mean later on he has socks but yeah like i mean it gives chris evans another man out of time role you know yeah pretty much captain america again yeah about the same time too about 80 years or so (laughs) yeah so that's like oh well he knows how to play this character socks socks again we'll, we'll go into socks we skipped over him when we were talking about the other characters socks best character in the film <laughs> yeah he's he's, he's funny awesome. he he's the one that figures out all the problems um there is a time where he's like uh i need the fuel door to open and but it doesn't make any sense because earlier buzz had like a thing that ejected the fuel and it's like why is there an ejection but not a, a button to open the fuel door i, I don't know it just that doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> it's just weird uh but yeah, socks figures out the fuel situation. Uh, but there's a moment in this film that really, really bothers me, and that's that they're gonna kill socks. Oh, like, you mean when they're uh, before they to decommission escape? him? Yeah, yeah. So they're like, "Hey, Buzz, we know you've been gone for forty years, and everyone you know and love has passed away. But uh, the only friend you have, we're gonna need him back so we can destroy him." Yeah, yeah. He's got to go like, in a what big the- grinder. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is with these people, man? What is with the Star Command? They seem terrible. But, well, who knows? I mean, I mean my Yeah, it's it's like they take uh I don't know, it's it's like they just take a turn for the worst instantly. Like a like a 180 oh, yeah. pivot, you know. Yeah, it's like they didn't they don't have a villain, so they needed a villain at that moment, and it's like it just it, like if they would have been like, oh, that cat's dangerous because he's messing with fuel math. I would understand it, but they don't give a reason. They're just like, hey, we're here to kill your cat. <laughs> and Lord. it's like, what is going on? I mean, back to the it doesn't make sense within the Toy Story universe. Zerg is Buzz from the future. That is. But yeah. In Toy Story 2, Zerg says that he's Buzz's father. And I know that the toys are different. I know they're different yeah. individuals, but they're not so different that they have completely different biological connections, right? Yeah. You know, and honestly, if you think about it, in this one, whenever we first see Zerg as being um When he old, first reveals his Buzz, face. Yeah. yeah he, Buzz Lightyear looks at him and says, Dad? Yeah. So. Which is funny because it's like, oh, I guess yeah. that would look, I mean, if I saw a uh, 70-something-year-old version of me, I might go, oh, that kind of looks like my dad. 
right? You definitely would because you look just like I you. know. I actually <laughs> I had a moment one day when I walked into the bathroom with the lights off and I turned and my brain said, Why is Dan's dad standing there? <laughs> I was like, Oh god, no. What what's going on? Well, you're taller than your dad, at least. I am. <laughs> uh, but you do look a lot like him. So that that would you'd work on that one. That if you future Jesse came back to warn you about something, uh <laughs> probably this podcast, I imagine. Uh you you might think it's your dad. I would be like my dad's really tan for some reason. Is that normally this tan? <laughs> so that's because my mom is a, a brown woman, everybody. I'm, so. I'm here to warn you. There'll be a strange, funny man who asks you to record random ramblings about bad movies. Don't answer his questions. <laughs> They'll only lead to more despair. <laughs> and then you'll be like, Jesse of the future, why are you talking like that? I've answered Brandon's questions is why. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. He's lost his fucking mind. I guess. Yeah. I'm, why are you talking like that, friend? I'm not your friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brandon made us watch a 24-hour loop of <laughs> Battlefield Earth, and now I sound like this forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I would I would never do that to yeah, you or anyone, even that, in my enemies. That or cats. People would be like, "Why is everything straight?" Once they finally start looking at things. <laughs> I thought everything was supposed to be crooked. Uh, <laughs> you live the rest of your life with a 45 degree tilt to your head. Yeah. You're like, uh, I'm very confused now. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what do you got? Not a whole heck of a lot, honestly. Um, not for lack of things that kind of bugged me because you hit most of them. What, uh, what I actually pulled away from this is that, <laughs> Um, and I will admit, I, I was never really a huge toy story fan. Um, see, I, I it really got me for some reason. Maybe it's cause I collect toys. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed them. I didn't dislike the movies, but like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it wasn't something I sought out. The first one was good. They kind of lost me after that. Um, however, this coming from, you know, not being, totally versed with the Toy Story lore and just looking at it as a standalone movie all by itself about a different person. I enjoyed quite a bit. I that's and there are two types of movies that I have very little notes on movies that I just can't remember 30 seconds from point to point because it's so boring and movies that I get into so much that I forget until the credits roll, and I look down at my computer with no notes, and I'm like, and you're like "Shit!" Oh, <laughs> <And laughs> Brandon wrote something down. That's what this one is. I wa- I started watching it, um, you know, and granted, I wasn't feeling well when I did it, but I was watching it and just sitting there and honestly just enjoying the movie. You want to hear what my weird thought was while watching this? What's that? I think I would have preferred it to be with these same characters, a live action film. Yeah. Because it would have been a great sci-fi live-action film. Yeah, it, I mean, that's you're not wrong. Um, and you really don't need to change casting whatsoever. No, and you know what? Uh, yeah, I don't think you, I don't really think you would. He wouldn't, I mean, obviously Chris Evans doesn't look like Buzz Lightyear, but I yeah, mean. Yeah, you, you shave him and he's You he's shave him down chin. bald and cover him in KY, he'll look just like him. <laughs> <laughs> you slap a ball cap on that boy in a robo suit and you got you a ball of light here. Taika Waititi's character is clearly made to look like him. Oh, Kiki yeah. Palmer looks like her. The biggest issue you have is Josh or James Brolin playing old Chris Evans yeah. that he doesn't quite look right. But everyone else looks like their character for the most part. Like Dale Souls would have to like wear a wig because she still has like long color she has color in her hair. Sure. But like you would get a Bill Hader rookie cameo that way. Oh, yeah. I, I really do think like this movie would have been fine with live action. I, I think that it would have been more interesting. Less people would have been mad about the casting change because people were pissed about Buzz changing. Yeah. They were so I mad. I still don't understand. I mean, it, it? 
because it's not aiming at kids. This movie isn't aiming at kids. So that's why I I think even more so. And the the lesbian kiss that is such a bad thing in this movie. It's so woke and evil, which is like literally half a second in this film. Um, It would have just come and gone without even noticing it if it was in live action. So I don't know. I I I. I think I would have preferred this live action over animated, which is something I rarely say, but it feels like this is kind of like a Titan AE situation. The animation made it worse. You know, I, I hadn't actually thought about that, but yeah, you're right. I, uh, huh. I, I agree. I think, uh, I think it'd be better as, um, as a live action. So that's good yeah. stuff. And you know, cats. Is, the, the socks will still be a, a little robot cat, so you don't need to change anything there. You don't even need to change his look. He can just look like how he looked, except you know, bigger. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, how about we take a real quick break for an sure. ad? That's right. I'm actually stopping us <laughs> for an ad instead. Things of, are changing. Things cut, are changing. Instead of cutting myself off mid. And now, a word from our sponsor. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. And we're back. I did that on purpose. <laughs> Jesse's, Jesse's got all the dad jokes. The tricksy, tricksy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dad jokes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, one hey, last point I want to hit you on. Know, you, know why, uh, you know why chickens are so funny? Why is that? Because. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, boy, I got a dad joke for you. You know what? <laughs> oh, please. Let's Do talk it. about our last point. Okay. And before we get to <laughs> the should have bomb, I'll, I'll give you a good dad joke. Fantastic. So the last point I want to make is a scene that both of us loved, and we're going to put it at the end of this so people can hear it. The sandwich scene. Because <laughs> the, the, the movie is a little boring at times, I'll admit. It's a little slow for a kid. For an adult, I think it's fine. But there is a scene where they get, meat sandwiches <laughs> but 80 years in the future it's meat bread meat instead of bread meat bread and they're like it, it's just a really funny conversation you don't have to hear it it's and it makes sense because it's like why would you want two pieces of bread that's way too much bread and he's yeah. like yeah but then your hands get wet for the meat and he's like yeah juicy fingers that's the best part, <laughs> the best part. <laughs> i was like Ugh. and he sets it on the table that's like all dirty i was like oh shit dude don't do that yeah what are you see- doing that would be the problem with the uh, the meat sandwich. <laughs> All right, Jesse. You know what? Let's play our favorite game. I don't know how much longer I can hold this. This one was not as easy as I thought it was going to be. That was super simple for me, but only for a dumb reason. I mean, <clears throat> it was it was easy-ish, but I don't normally have to go like this many actors into um, like and usually you can usually go off the main actors, and I had to go a little bit farther down. So yeah. um, it is my turn. I got it in two. Okay, and I got Bill Hader to Will Smith and Men in Black three. Okay, all right. And then I got uh, Will Smith to Joe Morton in Ali. Very good. I got, also in two, Chris Evans to Idris Elba in Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah, okay. And then that leads Idris Elba to Joe Morton in American Gangster, a <laughs> movie I use way too often. Oh, figure. <laughs> because because if there's an it. African-American actor out there that's like a serious actor, he probably showed up in this film. It is That cast is stacked, American Gangster. So it's every time I go, okay, how can I connect this to Idris Elba or uh, Denzel Washington? Or And I just kind of think of all those guys, and I'm like, well, who can I connect this to? So that's where I kind of go with it. I either like to use that or the pests. I tried really hard to connect this to Astronaut's Wife. I couldn't do it in <laughs> two. I can only do it in like three or more. I could not get the Astronaut's Wife, unfortunately. So, right, Jesse. Here's here's oh. the thing, by the way. Yeah. There's a movie out there, and I, I don't use any movie. For the Joe Morton thing, I don't use any movies I haven't seen. Sure. There's Which a Joe- I need to see. 
there's a like j- movie where he's with Ving Rhames called Back in the Day. I need to see that. Yeah, there's one movie that I need to see that is called And Justice for All. Yeah, I see that show up sometimes and as well. Holy shit, the number of people that Joe Morton played beside in that movie is unbelievable. And Justice yeah, for All, 1979. Listen yeah. to some of these names. Al Pacino, Jack Warden, Lee Strausberg, Jim, uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Um, let's see, Craig T. Nelson. Um, let's see, v- Vincent Beck. Um, just, just some of the names in this freaking movie. And there's a lot of times when I'm trying to find a way to connect Joe to somebody and... I, the only thing I can think of is like character actors. This movie is full of them. You got Al Pacino uh, at the top, but the rest of them were all character actors. <laughs> th- that's why I need to watch this back in the day movie. And the only reason I know of him in this movie is because it showed up on my, you might like this. And the, the, what I saw was starring Joe Morton because he's one of the names I have on there and Giancarlo Esposito. And Ooh. I go, Oh, well I like both of them. So who else is in it? It's got Tia Carrera from Wayne's World. It's got Pam Greer in it. It's got oh, Frank wow. Langella in it. It's got Tatiana Ali, Ja Rule, Ving Rhames. There's oh, so many God. people in it. I go, well, I need to watch this damn movie so I can use it. So you can use it. That's a lot yeah. of connections right there. Yeah. I was Pam like, oh, my God. Pam Greer on her own would get you connections. Yeah, she's been in movies forever. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Pluto, uh, you could you could connect Pluto Nash to Joe Morton with Pam Greer. Could have done it in one. In oh, my God. One, man. Oh my god, I could I need to watch Scandal too, that show. Oh yeah, where he plays. Joe Papa, Morton is on that. What it Papa Pope or something? And that's oh, I can't remember. I, I I don't know anything about that show. Yeah. I know nothing about it. I need to look He was in another too. movie about presidents that has like a, a lot of people in it too, and I'm like, man, I need to watch that. I just need to go through and watch all Joe Morton's movies. Yeah, I'm ashamed to say that, I yeah. haven't. Because I've seen like Terminator 2 and Blues Brothers 2000, Eureka. I've seen Dragonfly. I've seen Speed. I've seen Astronaut's Wife. Uh, I watched Executive Decision. Paycheck. Uh, Stealth. Paycheck. Is uh, that, Paycheck. What I Lies Beneath. I've seen that. American Gangster. Forever Young. Mice and Men. Uh, but there's like like Bounce, the Ben Affleck, Gwyneth Paltrow movie. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Proof. I've never seen that. I. I Oh, the past. Of course, I've seen past. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that back in the day, I never saw that. Uh, he was an apt pupil, which is crazy to me. And I haven't. I will admit, I've never seen apt pupil, even though that seems like a movie I should have probably watched at some point. I have not. Uh, he's in a Ray Liotta, Andy Garcia movie called The Line. And I'm like, damn, we could have connected Andy Garcia, the president from Geostorm, right to him. You know, yeah. like he's in that coma movie. Like he's in so many good things, and I'm like, why well, don't I don't know any of these films, and I don't want to like cheat in our game. Well, yeah, because this is yeah. like, that's what I. What's the point? Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I'm like, you know, if I if I sum up if I come up for some reason with a movie that Joe's been in that I haven't seen, it's like that's off the lim- off limits. I can't use it. Yeah, because sometimes I'll look up like, okay, let's see, uh, what is I'll look up an actor like I'll go uh, take away T. Let's see what he's looked at. I'll look at him and I'll go, okay, which were these do I know? Is he in any of these? No, okay. Um, uh, oh, I think there was another one. I if I remember the other one where I was like, what a cast, what a like stacked cast. I'll I'll tell you about it. But like at pupil has David Schwimmer and Ian McKellen in it. So like there's been and like Josh Jackson is like the kid in that. So I mean, there's like actual people in that. Uh, but yeah, I, I really do need to like get around to actually watching uh, a few of his other films that I haven't seen, just because it would make the game so much easier. And since <laughs> we're keeping the game in the new year, you know, we're changing the, a little bit of the song, we're adding some new stuff, and we'll go into that at the end of everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, I should probably, you know, do my homework. Um, Jesse. Should it bomb? One, two, three, four. Well, I've been holding in since the clock in Monday morning. From the end of the week, I'm a bum 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 blow. It's a bomb! 
I bought you five minutes. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I, I agree. don't think it should have. I enjoyed the and, hell out of it. And this bombing is going to stop us from getting more original spinoffs, and it's going to make us get more shitty live action remakes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This was a That's the real crime. This is a really cool original idea. You know, it's it's neat to see the character. The animation was obviously Pixar top notch. Yeah. Uh, I'd watch gorgeous. an old western about Woody. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I'd watch the exact same idea for Woody. Just uh yeah. animated Woody standalone. You know, people were saying, "Oh, Buzz needs Woody, and Woody needs Buzz," and I, I agree, they're really well to, they work really oh, well they, together. They work together well, yeah. But if you're gonna make a serious, uh, you know, heart wrenching story like this, I think they're fine by themselves because you can show that they've both had uh, heartache in their past by themselves, yeah. and that's what makes them work so well together. Yeah, and, and what really bothers me is we get like these gritty origins of Cruella de Vil and Maleficent, you know, we get these movies all the time, but like, then they go, Oh, we're doing the Buzz Lightyear when animated. And I was like, why didn't he get the same respect that Cruella de Vil did? Why didn't he get the same respect that Maleficent did? Live action, Woody origin story retelling. Who do you cast as Woody? I already, I got mine in my head. I know who I want, but I need to look up his name real quick. Okay. I'm curious. I'm so curious. I don't want to tinge your uh, your thought process with mine. So, I, well, I immediately a, thought of who it would who it would be. Oh, dang it! Not him. And it might it might be the same person. <laughs> to be honest, uh, uh, for me, it's Tom Hanks' son, but not Chet Hanks. Oh, oh, okay. I did not go that direction. Uh. Trying to find, because Chet Hanks is what pulls up. Colin Hanks. Okay, Colin Hanks. Let me see what you look like, Colin. Oh, he was in Jumanji. I recognize him. I mean, it's hard not to recognize him. He's tall and skinny. He's been in a ton of good films. He's a pretty good actor. He was on Fargo recently. He was in that Jumanji movie. I went Uh, an entirely different direction. I went in a very dark direction. Uh, I was going to say Walter Goggins. Oh, <laughs> see, Walt, Walt Goggins is a is a villain actor for me. He's good at villains. Yes. Now, if you want to make him the villain of the movie, hell yeah. Yeah, you could do it that way. But if you put Colin Hanks and like uh, Emma Roberts, not Emma Roberts, Emma Stone as Jesse. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? Keep Kelsey Grammer as Prospector Pete, to yeah. be completely honest. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and then you can have, uh, oh, man, in, in Toy Story, when Andy's playing with the toys, he rips out one of Mr. Potato Head's eyes and calls him One-Eyed Something. That's that's your Walton Goggins character right there, <laughs> that villain named One-Eyed Something. Give him an eye patch. And, okay. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Movie Studios, give us a call. Give us a call. Colin Hanks, man. That's that's, And you can have even Tom Hanks be a – like uh, doing the, he can just sit back and relax. He can just do an intro with his voice to kind of introduce everything. Then he can be like the, the just the narrator, you know. And you don't even oh, have to have him that would do be anything. Cool. To be honest, I, I'm afraid COVID may have affected Tom Hanks's brain slightly because if you watched the live action Pinocchio they just did. Tom Hanks has lost his fucking mind in that movie. He's like, oh, that's a Pinocchio. He is over the top. <laughs> I have not seen and it. One role would make me go, whatever. It was just one thing. Well, I also saw Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, where he plays the colonel. And the colonel's a real person. And there's real footage of the colonel talking that you can use. But for some reason, Tom Hanks plays the colonel as this weird, mischievous gnome. And he's like, Oh, you think I'm the villain of the story, do you? I'm not quite the villain, Mr. Elvis. And I'm like, what is he doing here? It's like, <laughs> what did Tom Hanks do? Like, it's so weird, man. But yeah, yeah, you know, to get to the point, yeah, I don't think this movie should have bombed. I feel like it. Sh- it if it was a mild success, we would have got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, it didn't need to be a blockbuster because – even though a sequel of this where they're actually doing star command stuff might make more sense of why Andy liked those toys. Uh, 
I don't, I don't know if we need to see more of it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I gotta say, like, I, I wish it didn't bomb because I would like to see what we got because of this film, not not because of the film itself, but what we would have gotten because of the film. Yeah, I agree. Well, Jesse, uh, let's say I'm gonna go and try to test out the new fuel, and then four years or seven days, I'll be back. What will I be? What will we be talking about in that time period? Well, let's find out, shall we? Mystical, magical number generator. Give me my number, and it is twenty-four. Hmm, twenty-four. Oh, I, wow! I never even heard of this. 2021's Chaos Walking. Ah, uh, that is the Tom Holland Daisy Ridley uh, post-apocalyptic film where they can like men's thoughts can be seen and women have like disappeared. Oh, I don't know. Shit. I've never seen That's it. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that with mine, you're basically, know you know, it's going to be, uh, it's just going to be TikToks all day long. If you're seeing <laughs> my thoughts. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. It's a for, it's a for you page of, uh, I, I replayed one about an armadillo like eight times today. <laughs> Mine's just going to be keep clicking over to me doing grub math. <laughs> Someone walks <laughs> past you and hears your thoughts, and you're like, so 100 grams of grub. grub is in this grub. If, if we talk about the grub that's actually this size, I mean, I mean Dave Batista. Calories would, are an average, yeah. Dave like, Batista needs a, People would, are like, don't would, fucking talk to that guy. <laughs> would, would Dave Batista dig the grubs out of the ground with his bare hands? Or, <laughs> is, it, is he eating dirt with the grubs or these grubs clean does dirt have calories so, <laughs> yeah, it's like, so yeah uh, that'll make more sense I guess if you've watched previous episodes <laughs> or it would just be pictures of Joe Morton constantly or, or if somebody had recorded our entire conversation about uh, the calories in your average grub and <laughs> decided to put it somewhere in the show <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we talk about things yeah <laughs> This, it, the show doesn't weird. start with us. The show doesn't actually start with the intro. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. There's a few. There's a few, few yeah. good minutes of me losing my mind and causing Jesse to have an anxiety attack from some weird shit, yeah, and then that's... Jesse's kid coming around and Jesse's like, "Don't get too close. <laughs> he will fuck your mind up. Yeah. I do not like what he's done to me. Careful, don't get caught <laughs> by the waves." <laughs> uh, so. Uh, what we're going to be doing after it's just because it's a new year, we're introducing a couple new things. Uh, in the next couple weeks, you're going to hear uh, the music edited, you're going to hear a new song Jesse made. Uh, you're gonna hear you noticed, I, I'm sure people noticed that the Joe Morton moved. Uh, they noticed that you introduced the uh commercial, they sure we moved the Joe Morton have. bit. <laughs> we moved the Joe Morton bit because it made more sense uh, to be kind of like in the conversation instead of at the very beginning. And it kind of interrupted the flow from budget to the film. So we're like, let's move that around. And then we always do the what's next week, but we are going to start a topic and we'll, we'll loosely discuss it today. But next week you'll hear a song, you'll hear an intro and we'll get that going. But we're going to talk about what we're watching and this came from the fact that sometimes Jesse and I want to discuss a good film or a good TV show or a good video game. And we don't want people to think that all we do is just watch piles of shit all day long. We, we, we do take in good media. Yeah. Just not Juno. So, and this is except for Juno. Yeah, of course. And do not, we don't watch, I, I don't mind, Juno, but Jesse doesn't watch Juno. Uh, <laughs> And, of course, this is also where we're going to uh, throw in the where can you find us bit just because it kind of ties us all in together of who we are. So, uh, Jesse, what are you watching? Uh, right now, I got uh, I made the mistake of introducing a, another living human being to the majesty and magical, wonderful, timey-wimey, wobbly-wibbly stuff that is Doctor Who. Ah, so I have been watching. Where, where'd you start? Uh, well, I started it to 2005 reboot for her. Okay, so okay, um, that's fine. So, um, that, that's what most people do. So that's why I was asking. Yeah, so it gets a minute quick. Um, yeah, and she got it was. It's the girlfriend. Um, of course, I'm talking about, and she got bit hard. We are now 
at the end of David Tennant's run. And we just started watching this when the flu hit. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. I've always been kind of a, a fair weather, timid uh, Doctor Who fan. Uh-huh. I love Matt Smith, Doctor Who. Matt Smith it, is a really good doctor. Like, Tennant, if, if you ask me my favorite Doctor Who, it's going to be between Matt Smith and Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. Uh, who Who is... Your doctor. Who's the first doctor you watched? Oh, everybody uh, remembers her first doctor. Mine was Tom Baker. It would have been the one from the nineties during because the first Doctor Who thing I ever saw was the film with Paul McGann. So I guess Paul McGann, which is that's kind of sucky to say, but it would be him. And then after I watched that, I found that the local uh, video store, because you know renting videos used to be a thing had a lot of the Tom Baker and uh, oh the guy that took over after him with the tennis jacket Peter and the Sylvester McCoy stuff. So I watched a lot of that. Years later when the internet was introduced, I watched some of the early first few Doctors because I didn't, I hadn't seen any of that. So I watched them very much out of order. Sure. But I guess the movie version where he fights Eric Roberts' version of the Master would have been my first Doctor. Okay. Which is odd because I, I don't think he's a bad Doctor, but it's nobody's favorite. Gotcha. Do you remember? Uh, um. Oh, you remember what his outfit looked like? Paul McGann's. No. Uh. So you're saying that Paul McGann's would be your your first doctor? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. He was the one who wore who wore like uh, he had long hair, wore the cravat. Little yeah, thing. yeah. 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 From- okay. All right. Because I was I was thinking that that okay so that. Yeah, that was in the '90s because right before him was uh, Sylvester McCoy with the straw hat and the gray suit, and, and and he is my favorite. Him and Matt Smith. Okay, nice. Uh, I just like the Doctor to be a little. Um, I like his mind to not all be there. Yeah, I like like, like one of my favorite of things of Matt this Smith to cause him to be a little little loose and the the little screw loose. Yeah, one of my favorite things about Matt Smith is that he is a goofy doctor except for when he's mad and oh, then yeah. he, he is the darkest yeah. doctor i think i've ever seen see because like great. a lot most people love tenet and that's their number one and i'm fine with that sure i do have a little bit of an issue with tenet and that's how often he does the same i'm sorry thing yeah he's he's very sorry for a lot of the things he does tenet was very emotional in a sad yes. way um, yes he yes. still he was, i think has he is tied for my favorite regeneration. Um, okay. Because you can tell that it's not just the doctor saying he doesn't want to die and doesn't want to go. It's actually Tenet saying he doesn't want to leave the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite regeneration is the last speech of Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi is a fantastic His, doctor. And that, he, that he combines so the crankiness good. of the old original doctors with the with coolness. just a bit of the yeah. uh, screw Son- loose bits, <laughs> sonic sunglasses. Yeah, that's so and playing cool. guitar constantly just because Peter Capaldi could play guitar. Hell so yeah. like, get him a guitar. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man, I mean, Doctor Who's good stuff, and there's so much to go through, and so much to watch, and so much fun to have. Yeah. So, so we yeah. we get to see the regeneration of David Tennant tonight. Actually. Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah, we're Sad. on that. We're on the second episode of the end of time. I will say this. I, I guess overall, if I had to rate it with everything, Tenet probably would be a better doctor than Matt Smith, sure, traditionally speaking. But when it comes to companions, Matt Smith's companions are number one. I there are yeah. no companions that even touch. Like I love the old man with David Tennant. I like the uh, that character like Donna a lot. A lot. Donna was yeah, Donna's good. great. I don't like uh, Billy uh, I, Piper. Yeah, Billy Piper. I'm not a big fan of that. I, I didn't like the fact that they got so attached in such a love story thing with him yeah. and uh, Billy Piper. And then, um, oh gosh, I don't remember the actress's name, but Martha Jones is her character. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that they got so attached. Um, you know, but Amy Amy Pond, Rory Williams, that relationship, those that Matt so Smith's good. companions, so good, beautiful. beautiful and uh the uh introduction of what's her name the doc the doctor's wife oh yeah river song river song oh river song such a fucking awesome character yeah (laughs) she's so fucking good dude and like 
River Song is worth watching the Matt Smith stuff alone. Oh, yeah. And she gets introduced in a Tenet episode, uh, yeah. The Library. And um, we we went through that one. And the girlfriend's like, who is she? She seems very important. Who is she? I'm like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> you'll, you'll watch her for the next four fucking four or five years. Yeah, you will. Question. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, How about you? I will say about Capaldi, one of my favorite parts about his bit was Missy, the, the female. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, master. master. Yeah. But she is on Doom Patrol currently which is one of the things I'm watching. She is so good on Doom Patrol. Do I need to watch that? Because I keep seeing TikToks, and it's really making me want to watch this show. So here's the thing. As an adult, yes, absolutely. It's so fucking good and emotional. It really, really will pull at you. And if you have mental illness in your family uh, or even just physical decline in your family and you've watched that kind of stuff, that that show is going to wreck you with that. It, It plays up mental illnesses in such a good way and in a positive light it views these things and shows the how bad they can ruin families and things like that god damn it it's emotional not for kids obviously they're literally an entire episode about sex ghosts <laughs> well i saw a tiktok uh, today about a guy who can bend reality by flexing muscles and he flexes the wrong one that and is everybody metallo flex metallo <laughs> One of the best fucking characters in that show. And yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, he flexes the wrong will... muscle. Yeah, in yeah, the episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah. sorry, guys. That episode's. <laughs> and uh, by the way, there's another character in that scene that you didn't see that you will fall in love with. His name is Danny the Street, and he is a sentient street. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he is so fucking awesome. That show, that show, I absolutely love it. All right, it I'll watch scratches it. the 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 superhero aspect and the just fucking absurd humor aspect that I just absolutely love. Kind of like Suicide and that's season Squad. one, even more so. Really, one of the villains is a giant cockroach who's in love with a giant rat. It's it's oh man, that sounds awesome. The villain of season one. Do you know who plays the villain in season one? No, I don't know. Uh, I don't almost Wash. know nothing about it. Alan Tudyk? Wash. Alan Tudyk is the villain. Really? Yeah. Nice. And he's fantastic as the villain. Uh, so that's that's one of the things I'm watching. I'm also watching the Willow series. Okay. I was a big fan yeah. of Willow when I was a kid. The series is, uh, I hate saying this, but Willow's the worst part of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I kind of saw that coming. The rest of the cast is fantastic. I really love Borman. And if you watch the show, you'll know who I'm talking about. Borman is just a blast. Tony Revolori from uh, Spider-Man, who plays Flash Thompson, he's in it. He's great. It's still uh, uh, Warwick. Uh, it's Warwick Davis, yeah. Yeah, Davis. Okay. Yeah, and he's he's not a bad actor, but he's a little stiff because he's he's always kind of played like one-off comedic roles. So when he has sure. to like kind of balance emotion, he doesn't do the best at it. But the rest of the cast is so good that you kind of ignore the issues. Yeah. Uh, any other TV shows you're watching? Um, I have been trying to finish, uh, Peacemaker. I mean, Dr. Who's a lot. I can understand why you wouldn't have yeah. a whole lot going on with that. I've been trying when I, cause I don't want to watch ahead on Dr. Who. I want to experience sure. these, these episodes as I go again. Um, probably the fifth time, <laughs> but I have been trying to finish Peacemaker in between them. Oh, um, very so good. I'm still working on trying to get peace. We Peacemaker figured out. The ad ad lib bits of Peacemaker so good. <laughs> it's he, a good one show. where he's like, I couldn't think of anyone else, so I used your father, and then he just goes on a list of people. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's um, a clever it, show. Have you seen any movies lately? Um, With being sick, I can see why you may not have. We're getting out of the holidays and then into sickness. So I went retro with my movie selection lately, and I was watching some of my. Uh, my favorite like '90s movies. Um, the one okay. I watched most recently was City Slickers. Oh, okay, okay. I love and the girlfriend had never seen City Slickers, and she started oh, watching it, and like she Dude, really got, I got into a soft it. spot for Daniel Stern for some reason. Oh, I yeah. love everything he's done. Yeah, like I, I mean, Home Alone is great. City Slickers, uh, Bushwhacked. He's just he's uh, Chud. He's in Chud. Yeah. He's yeah. just fun as hell to watch. Yeah, I really liked. Um, City Slickers, just the whole movie. Is, it's a great film. It's a movie it's I watched of so much as a kid, and now as an adult, I enjoy it even more. What do you think about City Slickers 2? 
Uh, not as good, the, but still the search for Curly's gold. Yeah, not as good, but called. I still watch it and I still laugh. Okay, yeah, I love that they brought back Jack Palance, and they're oh, just like, God, you have to. He was one of the best parts <laughs> of the original City Slickers. Like this is Curly. his brother and his identical twin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super funny. Yeah, um, that that's the I, origin of the. He's behind me, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Billy Crystal does the best. He's behind me, isn't he? Of anybody I can think of. Oh yeah. To be honest, I can't think of anyone who does a better job. No. Uh, the latest movie I saw was a film. It's an Adam Driver film called White Noise. Okay. Greta Gerwig is in it. Uh, it is uh, for Don Cheadle's in it. Andre 2000's in it. Uh, it is. How do I explain it? So it's like a suburban family. There's a chemical leak that is going to kill everyone in that area. So they're evacuating. And it's a Noah Baumbach film. And it's just charming and funny. And like Adam Driver plays like a scientist in it or a professor in it. And he's very like straight laced and like calm. And it's just really funny watching him try to stay calm when his family's losing it. And he's just trying to like keep everything together. Absolutely loved it. It's on Netflix. You can, so you watch it on there for free. Uh, white noise is what it's called. It's good. It's really good. Awesome. I, I, uh, I thought it would do better. It's not doing as good as I would expect, but I definitely enjoyed it. Playing any video games. (sighs) Only always I got back in. Um, I was playing grounded for a very long time. Grounded. Um, yeah. It's like honey. I shrunk the kids meets Minecraft with pretty graphics. Um, ah. you've been shrunk down you have to fight spiders and ants and all the bugs. You're in a backyard and you're crafting things out of bubble gum and stuff like that. Oh, it's, yeah. it's really clever and it's, uh, it's on Xbox, uh, game pass cause it's an Xbox studios game. Um, so if you have an, if you have Game Pass, check it out. It's really good. Also on PC. Have um, you and the girlfriend played It Takes Two yet? Um, I have not played that with her. No, we. I she played it with her brother at one point, and I watched them oh, okay. play it. Um, but yeah, it. And I also dug back. I have a Steam Deck, so I have a different set of games that I kind of play on that when I'm on the go. My go-to sure. right now is Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm replaying that All from right. the beginning. Oh, okay. I, I don't play a whole lot of video games, I'll admit. Uh, so th- when we do this part of the of the what are you watching, it's not going to change a whole lot between weeks. Um, mostly, uh, I'm trying to not to just say something that's old that I play a lot, like Skyrim or Binding of Isaac. Uh, I've, I've played a lot of Violet, uh, Pokemon Scarlet. Like I, I enjoy the Pokemon games, and I've been playing that one. I've already maxed out my Pokedex, so I'm just kind of waiting for the DLC to hit. Um, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I just recently uh, tried to play No Man's Sky. Oh, and, God, that's um, so good. You're playing it on the Switch, though, aren't you? Yeah. I haven't seen it on the Switch. I, it's a big it, game. It was too much for me. It was too yeah. much. I played I was, I, when I, I first was got overwhelmed. To, when I first got to Steam Deck, uh, I played probably... God, I don't even know, 40 or so hours of that. I had already played it a long time ago, but, yeah, that's one of my go-to games. Uh, oh, I was overwhelmed. So like, as soon as you get out of, like, the tutorial stages, and they're like, all right, go ahead. I was like, all right. Now I'm like, oh, there's a person over there. I guess I'll run. Oh, he killed me. Oh, it's pirates. Okay. Don't go there again. And I just, uh, I, uh, it's, it's just, there's, it's a lot there's of freedom. so much freedom in that game. Mm-hmm. So much so it was just it was just too much for me, and I was like, okay, this isn't for me. I'll stick to uh, playing some old RPG from the '90s, I guess. So let me get Breath of Fire in here. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, <clears throat> I'd be depressed if I found out just how many dollars I've spent on different copies of Skyrim. Oh boy! Oh yeah! Don't get me started. Because <laughs> uh, every time something new comes out, I go, "Well, I gotta have that." Yeah, I gotta have uh-huh. that. Special edition, yeah. super secret, amazing, awesome edition. Why not? And I, I mean, Giant I replayed that game edition. so many times. I, I played it through uh, just punchies one time. I mean, I've yeah. done. I've like okay, only magic this time, only bows this <clears> time, <throat> only one handed weapons. I like. I will 
change my class each time to like only focus on one thing just to just to challenge myself. <laughs> Skyrim is like v- Skyrim is treated like vanilla sex to most people, but they they need more, so they get kinkier and kinkier and kinkier as yeah. they go. <laughs> the last time I played Skyrim, I remember I loaded up the Randy Savage uh, Macho oh, Man Dragon yeah. mod where all the dragons for Randy Savage. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cream of the crop. Yeah, it just the shit just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. <laughs> yeah, I played the Thomas the Tank Engine version. Yeah. Where all the dragons are Thomas. Have you like, played Choo Choo Charlie yet? Or Choo Choo Charles? Uh, I am fucking terrible at <laughs> horror survivor games. Okay. I played the back rooms for like a day. Yeah. And I just could not survive longer than like Poppy's 10, 10 take, minutes at a time. Poppy's Playground or whatever it's called. The, the what? The other horror survival game. Uh, oh, yeah. Poppy, yeah. Poppy's Playtime. Poppy's Playtime. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I'm just so bad at that stuff. Or I just, like, I'm like, man. I, five Nights like, at Freddy's. And... I like Dungeon Crawlers. Uh, that's why I play Binding of Isaac a lot. Okay. And I like RPG style games, uh, which is why like Pokemon fits into that and Skyrim fits into that. And in a way, Borderlands, which I play all those. Although I will admit, I am very bad at shooting games. So like I'm bad at aiming. That's why I like games where you can just use like guns that hit no matter what, which is sure. why I like Borderlands. Auto aim. Heck yeah. Exactly. So, but yeah, um, well, that's what we're watching. That's what we're looking at. That's what's on our screens. Uh, you know, other than Buzz Lightyear and his dreary existence and the uplifting views of socks. Uh, where can people find you, Jesse? Uh, for now, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Pen of Doom, P E N O F D O M. Eventually, however, we will have a URL you can go to instead and find all of our um, information. We are working on that. I am yep, working. Yep. We'll, we'll have that very soon. That way, uh, whenever we uh, actually like do our uh, where where can people find you, we'll just basically send you that direction. Uh, yeah, and then I, we can update from, that with whatever we want. Exactly. Yeah. I, the Mastodon thing seems to have almost failed. No one's really looking at Mastodon. Uh, if you really want to follow me, just go to at Brando Supreme on TikTok. I'm on there. Uh, that's probably the best chance you'll get to actually comment on anything because it's really the only place that I am semi-active. I'm terrible at social media. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We're the Box Office Bomb Squad. And for now, this will probably change soon because with the website, you can send us emails at magictalkybox at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm, you can read the show notes and leave us a voicemail message. We'll listen to it. And you know what? Maybe we'll just listen to it uh, off the air during our break and have a good laugh at your expense. Who knows? Yeah, we'll, Who knows? We'll, we'll make fun uh, of your voice. There's also a place to leave you. us money. Oh, yeah, money. We love money. <laughs> Got to buy more um, grubs. Grubs. Got to cor- buy more grubs. Got to corner the grub market. Grub futures. <laughs> Yeah, we Jesse and I are onto something, guys. So hear me out. Yeah, insect based diets. You know, people yeah. have been talking about them for a while. I think I got the spokesman. I you'll, I, you'll hear about it soon enough. Yeah, yeah, I hear. But Bautista loves grubs. <laughs> loves grubs. <laughs> That's Love Grub is the name of the company we're gonna launch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a insect based. We have roach flour and tarantula chips Love and. Grubs, come to love grub. Love grub is so suggestive. Oh my god, it's what I call my flaccid penis. Oh, I knew it. (laughs) Oh, that's uncomfortable. Thirty six hundred a day. <laughs> Holy crap, Dave! All right, um, <laughs> he's huge, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it makes sense. Makes perfect sense. This isn't from Men's Health, by the way, so this is accurate. Like, so what was it? It was 3,600 3, 3, calories a day divided by two hundred forty five calories per one hundred grams. Daisy times one hundred. Well, would you? Would you say there's 100 grams of meat on a 
scrub or would you say that's of the grubs, grubs i was looking at yeah the grubs I'm, okay. i was looking at are like the size would be about the size of my hand and his hands are probably larger than mine so they it that's, would look like that's a true so that grub was probably pretty big okay so You're right. okay that can't be correct check my math here so because that's um, only like 12 grubs yeah 3600 calories divided by um uh, uh two we're gonna say we're gonna say 245 which is the calorie count in one grub is like 15 14 and a half to 15 grubs now i wonder, <laughs> I wonder i say that's I would grubs say that. grubs are very calorie dense I would say you double that to be more accurate since grubs are mostly water. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I wonder uh, calories in a what? Okay. Great idea. Calories in a grub. How many calories? Calories in a tarantula. Let's find that out, shall we? Uh, a grub worm. You mean gummy tarantulas? I'm not talking about gummy tarantulas amazon go home you're drunk 